the beginning, before all time, was the Word, Christ. And the Word was with Christ, with God. And the Word was God Himself. He was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through Him. And without Him was not even one thing made that has come into being. And then, it go, and then it goes into, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So, the agenda, what God was, God's agenda was. You gotta check it at the door. God's agenda was to create this earth for who? You and I. You and I. And service unto him. And service unto him. It says here, number two, I am part of a larger purpose. We are part of a larger purpose. What it says here, it says, in him was light, and the light was the light of men. Turn to, you want to read Romans 8.28? I'm young. Romans 8.28. And this particular reading is titled More Than Conquerors. I'm reading from the NIV, Holy Bible. And you can read the uh, verse 30. Got it. Yes, sir. Romans 8 and 28, verse 30. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be confirmed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers, and those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. So the hard part was done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did you read to thirty? Yes. All right. Now I'm going to read out of the Amplified. Amplified seems. I, I like the Amplified. I tend to read the Amplified a lot because it just brings everything to life. You know, and it says here, we are sure and know that God, being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to and for all for those who love God and are poured according to his design and purpose. Verse 29, for those who he foreknew of whom he was aware and loved beforehand. Hear that? He foreknew. See, he said, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Remember I said, I told the kids, you were created with a purpose on the inside of you. He already knew his plan for you. And see, the thing is, the enemy know God, know God's plan. Remember, he was a part. He was a part. He knows the book. So his job is to try to stop you from being purposeful because he wants what you got. Study with Joe's on the day, more and more and more I learned and more I spent time with God. Um, people in the parish go back to knowledge. Mm. We are running around stressing. We are running around like chicken fried head cut off. Because we forget what team we on. Mm. And the privileges that came with being on that team. Yes. yes. Because if we remember what I just read said, for those God foreknew, he also predestined, uh, predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. So again, 
people perish from lack of knowledge, and if we knew more about this and more intimate than this, I think there will be certain stresses. There are things that are going to come along with us, certain stresses, because they made a flesh. You know, and God tells us what's going to come along with this journey while we're here on this morning in this realm. But if, but certain things we will be relieved of. Yes. If we remember with TV on and again, with benefits or privileges came along with that. People go to work every day believing in their jobs. Because they work for Apple, you know, Microsoft, Amazon, whoever, right? And they feel confident. They conduct themselves with a certain amount of confidence based upon who they work for. I like where you're going with that. I like where you're going with that. People show up at church feeling good about themselves because of who they work for. And, and, and people show up at a club feeling confident, dressed nice, smelling good because of who they work for and the kind of funds they make. People show up in all kinds of places feeling confident, feeling good about, about the team that they think they're on and that they've dedicated themselves with in this carnal world. And the benefits, whether it's a 401k, a medical plan, a dental plan, a vision plan, you feel real good about that support system you have from this from these men and women that don't have the power God has. And, and that's that's the part. You know, and, and I, like I said, I was sharing with the I was sharing with the group this morning about that we serve a creator of all things. And he gave us dominion over this world. So the things that that we're honoring, Apple, 401k, all those things are mind-boggling. That gives us confidence, yet we don't walk around with the same confidence in God. In God, man, in our spiritual walk. Again, not having those same, you know, those people that belong to those teams, they're not concerned about certain things. It might be bills, health care, right? Stuff. But you know what, what, what it is? They have, a, they, they have a confidence in that thing. You know, in that thing that will perish. Come on, come on. That don't really have no value. You know, I can remember I had my 401k. I remember I had my, my insurance. I had an insurance policy that it matched my salary. It was almost $500,000. But when I left my job, the insurance policy left with it. So, so, so that security I thought I had, I had no more. But the whole time you were still on Team Christ. Oh, no, I, I wasn't on Team oh, Christ at that time. But I was still immature. Okay. I was young okay. in my relationship. Okay. With, you know, but but those are the things that we miss. We miss those opportunities and not recognizing that when, when we're on God's team, everything lines up. And sometimes we can look at the world and think that we don't have what the world has, but the reality is the world don't have what we have when we're in relationship. And that's so misleading because people people think of folks that walk that are that are that are walking this walk is like like poor and desolate is supposed to be attached to that. And, and that's a force. We, we, we don't we don't think we, we they don't think for one moment that you'll shine your brightest on this team. Yes, <laughs> and, and and that's why it's important. That's why it's important for us to walk as God. As God's people and, and, and walk in that power and authority, but also knowing that these things are really meaningless. Amen. They're just a byproduct that we have to have. You know, people ain't gonna follow somebody who don't have nothing. Amen. They, they, That's follow, right. they follow That's right. Christ because he was able to provide That's right. a resource That's right. for them. That's right. So if you can't provide a resource, people ain't gonna follow you, man. So you got to be in a position to provide a resource. So that means you have to have something. And the crazy, the funny part about this is back to the comparisons to the job and how that gives people confidence. Um, that company you work for is a portion, not even a sliver, of, of God's power. Like even you took their whatever they make per year training, whatever it is, that's a portion of what God can give you. That's one sliver out of Billions of other slithers of, 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 of what God can give you, right? So, but, but, we, but we let that slither give us all this confidence and make us feel like 
you know, uh, uh, we can go about our day. Yet, our belief in our, in our Lord and Savior and our spiritual walk doesn't give us that same, that same confidence that it should. Right. And let, let, me, let me finish reading this here because I, I think it's really important because it really just piggybacks off of what you said. And, and that's why it's so important for us to have that relationship. And that's what I was speaking to the kids about today. This walk with Christ in all leadership capacity, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. It's a relationship. And I, I was sharing with them, like, do you know your friend next to you? And he was like, yeah. I said, do you know everything about him? It's like, no. I said, that's the same thing with Christ. So, but the more time you spend with him, the more you get to know him. You get to know his likes, his dislikes. You know how to operate when you're in his presence and when you're outside his presence. Because if you're careful, you're going to have his best interests at heart at all times. And that's what this walk is about. You know, so it says here, it says, and I'm going to go back. It says, he also destined from the beginning ordained them to be molded into the image of his son and to share inwardly his likeness that he might become the firstborn among many brethren. And those who thus foreordained he also called. And those who he called he also justified, acquitted, and made righteous, put them into right standing with himself. And those whom he justified, he also glorified, raised them to the heavenly dignity and conditions of state or state of being. Family, I don't know about you, but this gets me excited. You know, this gives me that confidence to walk. You know, you know how sometimes I used to wonder how Martin Luther King to walk amongst all those people who were doing all that stuff to them without batting an eye. He did it because he was walking with the confidence of Christ. I got to say, and I say, I'm going to jump in real quick, that God gave me confidence through competence. You only get competent by spending time with something and studying it. So this is what Dr. King was walking he was walking on competence more than confidence. And, and it's not, you know, going this. No, but that's so important, man. That's so, and see, and that's what the enemy want to beat out of you. Mm. He want to beat that out of you with the trials and the tribulations that he put before you. It'll make you forget. It'll make you think you're going crazy. Uh -uh. Because you begin, to, you begin to question yourself. Was this something I did? Was this something... Are my hands, do my hands not, not work anymore? I remember a point in my life, I asked myself, what happened to you? Mm -hmm. You just can't walk outside and produce the way I used to. I used to be able to walk outside into my community and eat off the land. Now, I wasn't always eating off the land the right way. Right? So some things that was, some things were changing in me. But whether it was legitimate or illegitimate, I felt like I lost a certain amount of power. You know, and that could have been happening for a lot of reasons, but uh, regardless, um, uh, no, no, but but you said something. You said something very important. You know, when you was in the world, you ate off the land. You know, and and what God wants us to do to be, He's given us the authority to eat off the land that we want. You know. But however, it's what are we doing? You know what I talked about leadership to be good and bad? Yes. And when we were in the world, we were doing things on the opposite side of what Christ was doing. You know, we weren't adding to our community. We were taking away. Amen. You know, and Amen. now we're walking in a different light. We see things different. Our walk is different. Our confidence is different. Because there was a time we didn't know any better. Which is why I believe I, I forgot what team I was I forgot what team I was on. Let me ask you this. Yes, sir. How did you forget what team you had? Just because I allowed my attention 
to be taken before we started, before we started tonight. My intention, I was allowed myself to be distracted. So think about this. Ain't the enemy, the enemy tricks don't change. You think about Christ in the garden after spending 40 days. Wow. Where the enemy came and tried to present a distraction to him. You know, and that's why the word tells us that he's been through every temptation. Every temptation. You might not read every every temptation in the world, but he reminds you that he was tempted by every temptation. And he overcame it. And the only way he overcame it, not in himself. He spent time in prayer and in work. And prayer and in work constantly. And that's the only thing that brought me back. I had a, I had a praying mother. And I and one thing I didn't, I never stopped praying myself. Regardless of how lost I did in the world, I would always return to, you know, to my base. And then that's the important part. And that's that's why we're here today. Because we want to give a biblical foundation for people to stand on. You know, and sometimes I hear this, some people may never walk into the church. They may never fully read the Bible, but if they get an opportunity to spend time with you, me, see a podcast, mm -hmm. and something that we say catches their attention yes, and hold their ear, and that's why it's so important that we speak truth, mm -hmm. not our opinion, not what we think, mm -hmm. we're sharing our experiences, yes. but we're giving God's truth. Mm -hmm. We're talking about his word, not our word, Amen. and how it reflects on our lives. Exactly. And how we use it and apply it and got us to certain points in our lives. And that's the same thing for each and every one of you out there. All it takes is that opportunity. I never knew God could use me. I was at a point in my life I had no idea. <laughs> But he opened up a door for me. He gave me a revelation. And I can tell you, I didn't open up the book when, I, when as he was giving me that revelation. That time, it, it was a process. Because when I first opened up that book, it was like mumbo jumbo to me. I couldn't understand it. Now I'm not going to open it up and it's just, it just reveals so much. It gives me so much revelation because it's a maturity level. Because it, it goes back to like the more time you spend, Amen. the more understanding you have of that person exactly. and what they're saying to you. Yes. Especially yourself. Because what will happen, another thing the enemy will do, they will allow you to get fond of yourself and the gifts God gave you. Whether it's outward beauty, inner beauty, inward beauty, uh, certain types of gifts that you may have, you know, you know, intellectually or what have you. The enemy will allow you to become fond of yourself. And he'll have you misuse your gifts for what he wants you to use them for. And that's going to get you lost in the world, too. And you have to find your way back. That's something that happened to me, you know, not having, per se, a full-time environment where, as a child, where I had that toolage. They think my mother worked hard. She worked at an oil refinery, you know, wearing overalls. When we lived in Chester, she saved her $25,000 to move us to Newcastle, Delaware mm -hmm. to, to save her son's life. Yeah. While I was in Chester, though, from zero to 10, she was paying me to go to a school called Christian Academy, a private school, mm -hmm. and then moved us to the suburbs to put me, to try to put me into more of an environment that she thought would be conducive for me to be able to grow and learn and see myself. Mm -hmm. but, it's, but, but, but then her work schedule, my stepfather's work schedule was an amazing man, Kept him out of the home a lot. So I found myself running out to the streets, running outside to peers. You know. And it took me time from what my mother gave me from zero to ten to now being allowed to be outside with peers that gave me what they wanted to give me. A worldview. It took time returning to an appreciation for what my mother was giving me. Mm. You know. 
as you say that, I just think about what we're facing in society today, where we have two family households. However, so many parents are working long hours because that's the only way they really because we're in this world, we're not of this world, and, and these are things that are necessary for us to, to be able to function and move in society, you know, and, and that makes it that makes it hard on the people that we love, because it's not that they're neglecting us, you know, it's just about them not having the time to spend with us that we necessarily need because they have to do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. so, 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 Oh, up there by you. Yeah. I'll ask you know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 yeah. Okay. You're on the Linden Street. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Thank you, baby. I need yeah. to go here. Yeah. Um, it turns up, but well, they connected to the um, they connected to the the student Wi-Fi, but not the main Wi-Fi. Okay, that's very happening. But I don't know what you can do with students, right? So maybe I can sit to here a little while. Maybe I'll go back. Maybe it will be connected to that. Because the next thing I was going to say is ask, ask what's his name? Some of the places I went. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that God had no hands. Oh, good. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. All right, tell, tell, tell Paul I, 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 I would have stayed, but I, he's he and I was crying. And I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We talk about that purpose, being a part of a, a, a larger purpose. Because family, I, I just want to say this to you because sometimes, and, and we're going to be talking about um, cognitive distortion because the enemy has duped us. Yeah, and, and people have duped us, you know, and the enemy and has to any, anybody to, to, to cause us to think and feel certain ways. And, and that's when we talk about cognitive distortion. We're going to be talking about that soon because. These are the things where we don't feel adequate enough. I can guard you, you, you know, I'm not good enough. I come from this, I come from that. You never have nothing positive to say. Everything is a negative, you know, and that's why it's so important for, for that relationship and us knowing who we are. You know, knowing that God created each and every one of us for a purpose. Yes, we're not perfect, far from it. That's what Christ died for. He died for our imperfections. No more do we have to go and, and sacrifice the goat or sacrifice our, our best our best offering. But he already sacrificed himself. He already sacrificed himself. So we can know and make a choice to walk in a new life. And that's what we're talking about here. That's what we're talking about, that purpose, a larger purpose. Yeah, read that scripture before I do. Uh -huh. I gotta touch on what you just said. The crucifixion of Christ was a large event, was it not me? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. When large events happen, happen, whether it be non-level, whether it be a famous person dying, Dr. King, the air changes, <laughs> the environment changes, and a tone is set. Yes. Had we stayed into our word, we would understand the very environment we're in much better. We would understand the tone that was set when Christ was crucified. Yes. And we've fallen from that, so we got to get back to it. Uh, before we read, uh, Colossians 9, uh, 3 and 10. 10. Uh -huh. 
it, in, in our brief, the sent, it's a sentence that's split. It starts with nine. Okay. Start with nine? Yeah, start with nine. Okay. Colossians 3, verses 9 and 10. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Can I read that again? Graham, read that again. Colossians 3, 9 and 10. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Now listen. That, that, that was powerful in itself. Yes, sir. Now, I want to read it from the Amplified. You know how I talk about it amplifies things? Let me, let me. And I'm going to start from 9. It says, you, it says, do not lie to one another. For you have stripped off the old, unregenerated self with its evil practices. And have clothed yourself with a new spiritual self, which is even in the process of being. Let me say that again. Which is even in, it's ever in the process of being. So it's saying that it's an ever-changing process of spiritual growth. Constant renewal. A constant renewal. Paul said, I die to myself daily. Daily. See, because that means the enemy, the old self, tries to rear itself up and battle with the new spiritual self. So every day, we have to renew ourselves. It's a new spiritual battle. It's a new prayer. It's, it's, it's a new fight. Amen. And it says, which is ever a process of being renewed and remodeled into fuller and more perfect knowledge upon knowledge after the image, the likeness of him who created it. And who's the it? You and I. The it is you and I. It says, to a fuller and more perfect knowledge upon knowledge. Knowledge upon knowledge. You know what I said when I first opened the book? It was like gibberish. And now I can open it up and read scriptures like this, and it just gives me revelation. It just gives me a light. Amazing. This, this, thing, this thing you think about being able to save young people when their birthday will come around. I would ask them, what's new about you? <laughs> I mean, this day is great. I'm happy you made it. What are you bringing? into this new day that's new about you. How are you, especially for young people that still live at home with mom, what are you doing to relieve mom of, of, of the chores that she has to do for you? What are you doing? What are you doing that shows that there is something new about you on this new birth? You're happy about this this age and this new level that you've reached. Is it just a number though, or is it something that you will now express indeed as well? So, 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 it's more of how much have you really matured? What, what is different about you than yeah. your age? Yeah. You know, because we got some grown kids out here. So all good, that's why I was going. We got grown children out here who haven't matured. You know, who still living in those by and by days, trying to be back, talking about the, the uh, 50 years, 20 years, different things like that. From the reality of what it is, you know, because when you're 20, you ain't have the responsibility that you got in the That's so, okay. Ain't no way you can still be living that same type of lifestyle. That's okay. You know, 
And, and, and that's the difference. I told my son, me and my son had a conversation. He just had a, I got a new grandbaby. Congratulations. He just had uh, last week. And uh, I was sharing with him, look, it's not about you no more. It's about the grandkids. You know, setting the foundation for them. You're grown. You know, so ain't, ain't, ain't about acting for you. It's about them. You know, and, and that's the important part. That's the maturity level. You know, that's the maturity level that, that God wants us to be at. There's a certain level and a certain expectation once you reach your age. I said this here once before. I said, if your child was five years old and still crawling on the floor, you say, come on. But what is the difference between a grown man who's 30 still living at home with his parents and still not still not doing all the things necessary? Got kids out here, responsibilities out here, and not operating. And it's not just men, I'm talking about women too. But a person who has a certain age and not acting in that responsible level. You know, and I understand we all mature at different stages of our lives. But when are you going to look at that man, woman in the mirror and say, okay, hold on, I got to do something different. Right. You know, and that's what, that's what God is talking about, that knowledge upon knowledge. You know, so the more time you spend with him, there's an expectation of some learning. Okay. And some fruit as well? Yes. That's what the seed is about. Okay. Look, if you ain't producing fruit, something wrong. When he said, let that tree wither. He destroyed that big tree because it wasn't producing what it was supposed to produce. And the man buried his gifts or buried his, uh, his gifts or his talent. He buried the talent that the man gave him instead of using it and, 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 and building on it. Was he that, buried it with that punishment. He took the talent okay. and gave it to the one who had more. Okay. For those of us that are not using our talents and we're watching people that and here's the sad part. We'll talk bad about somebody that's doing something that we think we can do. But we sitting on our hands not doing nothing. Not doing nothing. Not doing nothing. So, you know, and, and that's that's the part where we're so busy worried about what somebody else is doing and not looking at what we're doing. Amen. You know, I, I, listen, man, I, I, I can relate because God had to deal with me. I come and complain about a whole lot of things. So you still got a choice. What are you doing with the choices wow. that you got? Wow. What are you doing with the opportunities that you got? Do you appreciate what you have? You know, I can remember being in prison and, and not having certain things and looking at other people and like, why you got that and I ain't got it. Except be thankful for what you got. You don't know what cost they had to carry. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, too often we worry about what somebody else got, but we don't work, we don't know the cost that they had to carry. You know, and that's why we gotta be conscious of ourselves. We gotta we gotta know what God's purpose for ourselves. And see, that's why that's a that's a worldly versus a biblical man. You know, here, number three. And we're talking about three basic building blocks for biblical worldview. We've been talking a long time, and we're just on number two. Here's number three. I am an image bearer of someone else, not an end unto myself. I am an image bearer of someone else, not an end unto myself. Now, who is that image bearer you think you're talking about? It's God. It's God. Turn to Ephesians 2.10. Ephesians 2.10. If you got your Bibles at home, open it up to Ephesians 2.10 and read that scripture. Ephesians 2.10. Title, Lake Alive in Christ. For we are God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Jesus. We have no reason to be lost. See, but the enemy 
enemy has put us in crossroads. He has placed us in a crossroads. And we're looking at our situation and it's taking our eyes off of God. So instead of going on the path that God has taken us, we want to turn the other way because we think what we're going through is too much to bear. I don't want to go through the storm. Let's go back. That's what the disciples wanted to do. They wanted to go back. Jesus said, I'll meet you on the other side. But when the storm came, they were ready to turn back. Instead of meeting them on the other side. And you go back to school. How do we choose there's so many other things when the wealth and the knowledge that we need to acquire everything is right here? You know how you said information is power. And, and, and <laughs> the world said, <laughs> you put it in a book, they won't read it. You know, and, and now we're living in a world right now where they're taking books out of the equation. They got this here, and they won't even access it. I tell the kids all the time, I say, look, think of any issue you got. Okay, let's put it to a test right now. Can we pose a question or an issue that we may have? And I'm going to ask Google to give me a word that addresses that issue. Can we have a question from the audience? Any question, any issue pertaining to what again? Pertaining to whatever you may be going through. Just like, and we're going to ask Google to give us scripture on that issue. Okay. Why is there so much hatred and anger in the world today? Hey, Google, give me a scripture on why there is so much hatred and anger in the world today. Here are 30 top scriptures on hate. And we're not going to read it all, but here is verse 15 and we go here. Let me just go to the top scripture. And we'll go. It says, hatred is a feeling that can be both godly and sinful, depending on what it is that is causing us to hate. The Bible speaks of loving God and hating evil. Psalms 97, 10. And in John it says, John 116, 1-6, it says, if we claim we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and we do not live out the truth. And then it says, Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother and sister is still in darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them that makes them stumble. So it gives us scripture after scripture, and it goes on. There's over 30 scriptures here as why there is hate and not enough love. This also being something I was into during my studies this morning. I was into the Bible app and I was and I wanted to understand more about the book of Mark. And there was a gentleman who did a, a talk, a brief about the book of Mark. And he talked about when the Pharisees questioned Jesus and asked him, what were the what were the, I would just say the most important two commandments? And I believe one had, you know, keeping God first. And I'm paraphrasing. The other was something about your, your neighbor, right? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so this is this speaks to the problem that came from the, from the audience. You know, all this hatred in the world speaks to us moving away from these commandments. Yes. I mean, and we can look at what's happening right now in Israel and Gaza. We can look at what's happening in our neighborhoods right around us. There's so much hate for one another. 
and not enough love. And we as a first foundation in the home, in the home. So the enemy has been so strategic in breaking up the foundation of the home. When we can't, we don't, we didn't have love at home, so how can we love someone else? We have so much hate for our neighbor that we can't even have communication with them if we have a disagreement. Because not everybody is evil. Not everybody in Gaza is evil. Not everybody in agreement with Hamas. And the enemy did a great job of keeping the parents preoccupied with their young people growing up, not going with love and hugs and kisses and motivation and, and speaking to their lives with the truth. It's a lot of parents that do that, but there are a lot of parents that have, have been distracted. Yes. Yes. For one reason or another. Yeah, like you said, we talked about work. Yes, you know, if, if, if you were blessed to have two two parents that worked in the household, but they worked. So most of the time they would work, so you had to feed for yourself. Right. You had your friends out in the street, so you began to learn the world, even though she gave you a biblical foundation in the beginning, but once you became mature, young man, you was able I didn't think the food she gave you was cool. I was 12 years old, uh, you know, coming home, dropping my book bag, and nobody was there. So I didn't think that what my parents gave me was cool. Mm -hmm. I had to go outside of that amongst people that didn't believe the way I believed. And I was allowed to be distracted. And because, and because the parents wasn't around, you ain't have nobody fully to oversee right. and arrange you in right. before it got too deep. Right. You know, and this is the situation with so many young men and women right now that we're dealing with, and this is generational. Pastor Ray talked about it, seven generations here right now living on the earth. So if you think about it, these last four, four or five, and I say four generations, that's when we see a deterrent going into the, into the family household. Because you're talking about the dope epidemic, then you're talking about the crack epidemic, now you're talking about the prescription drug so it's opioid epidemic. So it's it's all these things. And this generation. You talk about four different generations hmm. that go through it and it right broke here. down the four. foundation of man. Right I now it's at four. And share as best as I can. My experience. And what God has done for me is really so allow me to still have life. And, and, and that's the that's the important part because the word tells us greater works we can do work of our flesh. You know, and, yeah. and, and this is our test the morning. The tests that we've been through. Yes, that he helped see us through because we couldn't do it by ourselves. I know I couldn't. And if you are if you are truthful, you will know that it was God who got you through the test. You'd be a fool to think it was just yourself. Amen. I had three guns put to my head in my life where, you know, I didn't know what that person's intent was. I didn't know, I didn't know what was going to happen next. But God, I fall asleep behind the wheel of cars in my, in my younger years, in my 20s. You know, running and chasing behind the wheel of stuff. And I walked out of those cars and didn't walk away from that shit. But God, if I would have told myself it was something I did, I wouldn't have saw him. That's right. And I wouldn't understand what, the, covering. the covering and where my blessings come from. You know, that, that's so important. And we're about to close out. And again, family, we want to invite you out. We want you to participate. Be a part of what we do in Mid Harvest. It's not just about the word. We want to give you biblical truths. We want to give you a foundation to stand on. And we want to help you, help you do something different. Amen. You know, if your way hasn't been working, what is going to hurt for you to try this way? And we're telling you from our own experience, we've been where you've been. Put pride you know, aside. We, we've done those things. We've made those mistakes. And only until we begin to trust God and allow God to lead our lives that we're able to be here right now and share our testimony. 
about what God has done for us. And that same God is the same God for you. And I'm going to close on this scripture, and then I'm going to let Brother Paul close on his scripture. But we tell you all the time, look, this word is free. It doesn't cost a thing. You know, it doesn't cost a thing. Ministry does. And there's a lot of things that we're trying to do there at Harvest. We have Dr. Williams coming on at 7 o'clock, so don't tune out. Once we leave off, tune back in at 7 o'clock. Dr. Williams will be on. He's going to continue the biblical teaching. Um, on on um on the characters of God. So please stay tuned at seven o'clock with Dr. Williams. But as I said, the word is free. It doesn't cost a thing, but ministry does. And the things we're trying to do here at Harvest, we got we got adult uh, education classes going. We want to be working on having um uh, financial classes happening here. There's so many things that we want to do, but it's going to cost. So we want to be an acts community. And the only way we can be an acts community, we got to be sowing seed into what we believe in. So we ask you, if God has placed something on your heart to sow a seed, then please sow a seed. Sow a seed. We're going to, we're going to post up uh, where you can sow your seed at through our uh, text message or even through our app. Download our app. If you have any questions, concerns, please share your thoughts, any things you want us to talk about. Please share those things. And most of all, we want you to be a part of our audience. We want to hear from you personally. You can ask some questions. This is an opportunity for you to be interactive with us. We can ask answer some questions that you may have. That's what this is about. It's not just about us being up here and sharing our thoughts. We want to hear your thoughts so that we can give you some biblical truths. Alright? So, I'm going to just close on that same scripture that he was reading before in Ephesians 2.10. It says, For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand, ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living a good life. Hear that, family. Living a good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. So God has already pre predestined a good life for you to live. But it's up to you. Your work hasn't been working. I know mine wasn't working when I was in the world. So if you're going through those hardships, and I'm going to say this to you, I'm going to say this to you, because you make a choice to follow God don't mean a trouble ain't going to come your way. I'm going to tell you now, when you make a choice to follow God, you switch a team, the trouble will come even more. But I'm going to tell you, it's a big fight. He already told you, it's preordained, it's predestined a good life for you. But it's about a relationship. You walking in Him and not yourself. Amen? And, and based upon, amen, and based upon Pastor Rob and how he painted that, I'm going to remind you that through him, I'm going to use a term we say today with this title in Romans 8.28. It's titled More Than Conquerors. I'm going to use, you all are familiar with hearing the term boss. You are more than a boss. Uh, you are more than that. And I'm going to support that with scripture. Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. Amen. So family, look, God has a purpose. We just Amen. gave you three biblical worldviews. And we want you not to follow the worldview. We want you to follow biblical truth, biblical worldview. Don't get duped by the enemy, by what you see in the media, what you see on Facebook. Get into the world. Like I said, I just showed you. You got some issues you're dealing with. Ask Google. Give you scriptures that help you deal with the situation that you're dealing with. Use this tool. Use this tool for your advantage. You ain't got to know the Bible back in front. This here has given you access 
to the information that can give you answers to your problems. It's in the word. It's in the word. If it was a problem that you could fix, it wouldn't be that problem. But you can't fix it, so give it to God. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that he can give you the answer to what you're dealing with. God bless you. We love you. We hope to see you here next week, even on Sunday when we have service at 1030. Be a part of what we're doing here at Harvest. We have something going on here every day of the week. Be a part of it. Tune into our Facebook page. Go to our website, fhwcchurch.org. Check us out. See what we're doing. We want you to be a part of it. That's the way we're going to make a difference in this world. And again, tune in 7 o'clock. Don't leave Facebook. Wait a couple of minutes and join us at 7 o'clock as Dr. William comes along and talks about the characters of God. God bless you. We love you. Have a good night. Should I just keep it on? No, is that the EX? Which one is that? That's the old one. That's that one. I thought it was this one. It's that one. Yeah. So where's the microphone? Right here. Okay. Yep. It wasn't a thinner one? No. That one's all connected. Are you going to open it up to questions? I can. Hey, bro. How are you doing, sir? I'm hanging on. Sure. I'm to keep it together. Bro, you good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, be on the road at 5 in the morning. Okay. Hey, Virginia. Test. Oh. Test. Turn the mic on. I'm, I'm good. Lapel. Testing one, two, testing. Hallelujah. Testing, testing, testing. You got it. I don't even see no light, Pastor. Something you ain't got on. Testing, okay. testing, testing. It's on. Is it muted? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's muted. Oh. Oh. Testing one, two. It's oh, been too long. long. This I don't know how to work mics no more. Oh, that's the old one. Yeah. All right. Which one is that? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Look at that one. Hallelujah. Great, like that one.